the manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks, the National League champion Arizona Diamondbacks on this first day of spring training. Tori Lavella joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Tori, good Tori. morning. Good morning, boys. How are we doing? That sounds good. It's got a nice ring to it, it when you say that, so it, I appreciate that. It, it National does. League champs. It oh, means a lot. Hopefully we can be saying that next uh, February, too. But maybe the, the, the precursor <laughs> to champions uh, changes. World sounds better. Uh, getting back at it, how's it feel to get back to work after what was a different offseason for this organization? Let's face it. Yeah, it sure was. Um, first of all, today's day one with pitchers and catchers. Uh, but for the most part, every position player is here. So we got a full camp, but uh, I'm super excited about it. You know, day one of spring tr- training means something special to every organization. Uh, there's a lot of hope. There's a lot of dreaming going on. Uh, and we know what that's like. We know what that feels like right now. And, and we're very, we're very directed. We're, we're, we're we're, you know, going to work with a purpose every single day, and that's to go out and be ready on game one as, as ready as we'll be on game two and just keep pushing through it. We, want, we feel like we have a very incomplete grade after last season. It was successful, but we didn't get to the top of the mountain, and that's where we want to be. Tori, before we uh, uh, move on to this season, I do have to ask you, did you get up north? Did you sit in a tent? Did you consume, <laughs> consume vast amounts of ice cream while wallowing in self-pity? In other words, how long did it take you? to flush the World Series. I, I did. You know what? I, I just hunkered down. I did not go camping. I did not suck my thumb, but I had plenty of ice cream. Um, you know, I, it's probably the, the world's weirdest answer, but I, I'm a weird person anyways. And uh, I just was telling the world how I felt at that, at that moment. It was, um, it was a really, really sad moment for me in this organization. And I just wanted the baseball community to know that, that we, we were hurting, and as they were too. So um, I... I probably cycled through it about two weeks later when I started to realize exactly what we accomplished and that's when things start to slow down for me anyways it's just you're in the grind, you're in it every single day and, and you just you, you can't process things the, the right way, your mind is in one spot and that's to win a baseball game today so probably took me two weeks I got a ton of ice cream sent to me I got ice cream sent from people that I don't even know I don't even know how they got my home address but I had so much chocolate and peanut butter ice cream, it was amazing. You so probably look you like Andy read right now <laughs> oh man oh I, I easily put on 10 pounds like i'm still carrying that that winter weight around i gotta work it off uh tori lavello our guest here on bigly Murata mornings you mentioned it took two weeks but after the two weeks when you looked back at the entire run were you feeling more of uh you know those, those feelings of missed opportunities were you feeling proud was it a mix of the both was it something else completely different when you looked back tori yeah, it's it's in different stages, you know. Um, I I I looked at Kyle Shanahan the other day as he was walking off the field after the Super Bowl, and I felt I felt that pain before, and I know what he was thinking. You get so close to something and it just doesn't happen, and um, I was empathizing with him. But it, but as I was watching him walk off, I, I I was telling myself he should be really proud of his accomplishment, even though he was the runner up, even though he did not win a Super Bowl, uh, they still had a tremendous year. So that. That's kind of what it's been in waves for me. And, you know, that might have been the final piece for me to just Mm. completely turn the page and say, it's go time for, for, for me. And I did, I felt like I'd already done that and and flushed it already, but I I saw that and I realized that they accomplished a lot. And I told myself the same thing. We did so many wonderful things here in Arizona last year. We, we proved to the, 
to the league that we were we were a real baseball team. We got into the big dance, and I don't care how we got into the big dance. We did not get lucky. You don't beat three teams the way we did to get into the World Series by getting lucky. We were a good baseball team, and I started to realize all the good things that we did, and of course, I'm going to sit on the things that need to that need to be improved upon. That is my job. So uh, we have we have a menu right now. We've put together a menu that we need to accomplish X, Y, and Z over the course of spring training, and that's what starts today. Now, well, to to spank the Dodgers the way you did and to do what you did those last two games in Philadelphia, that was some hardcore stuff. And as a result, you you have seen the way this city and this town has rallied around this team. You heard it during the pro am at the WM Phoenix Open. How much love is out there for you and your baseball team uh given where this has been with the crowd interaction in the past this is significant and i know you know that your thoughts on preserving that and capitalizing on that and taking that relationship to the next level yeah, first of all, I am so grateful and thankful for every Arizona Diamondback fan out there. And uh, we know that they're out there. Uh, we want to continue winning, or earning their trust, and having them come out there to support us the way they did for the back half of last year and certainly through the playoffs. That was so amazing. We want, we want to just put that in a bottle, capture it, and keep it there forever. But we feel like we can get even bigger and better and stronger and build that relationship with, with the fans. Uh, we represent the state of Arizona in such a Proud fashion, and we want everybody around us to bleed Sedona red, no doubt about it. But there is so much love for for what's happening around here, and even inside of our clubhouse. I, it's, it just doesn't st- it doesn't stop. You know, it start with the fans. It's it's the family, the the friends, uh, the players inside of this clubhouse. We feel the same way the fans do. We are all aligned. And you know what? I want to make sure that we're not complacent. I don't want to say that this is going to happen naturally every single game and every single year. We've got to work our butts off, and that's what we're going to start doing today. I think a lot of fans are very thrilled that Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is back in the mix, but other additions to this roster, you talk about getting bigger and stronger. You add Rodriguez, you add Suarez, you get Peterson. How excited are you uh, to be able to manage these guys and, and kind of acclimate them into what you've already started building, Tori? Yeah, well, the, for, the first piece of, piece of the puzzle was getting Lourdes Gurriel back. That was amazing. Um, you know, I, small discussions with Mike about what his plan was going to be. We felt like uh, Lourdes was going to, you know, potentially move on and, and get a lot of money. And, uh, you know, we were going we to welcome that opportunity for him. But when it started to fall back onto us, I couldn't have been more thrilled. He is such a wonderful player um, and fits into what we do here inside of this culture. Every single day, he is a true Arizona Diamondback. Big hits, great at bats, played quality defense. So, uh, and a and a very very qualified right hand at bat. So, I I couldn't have been more thrilled. And then and then the pieces just kept coming. It was uh, Gino Suarez, um, it was Eduardo Rodriguez, it was Jock Peterson, and those were some of the needs that were discussed. And I'm not really I don't have a seat at that table, but I, I listen and pay attention when I'm when I'm around those conversations. I, I had talked to Mike and, and company about some of the needs moving forward this off season, early in the off season, and you know getting a little bit more depth starting pitching wise. Check uh, a third baseman that we felt like could could handle a big workload and have quality at bats. Check and then certainly getting that left-handed bat with Jock Peterson was the final piece. And you know Jock has been a thorn in our side for so long. It was the Dodgers and then it was the Giants. And I've watched him and I've always been a big fan. And I can't wait to to see what he does to help us win baseball games here. Now and, and you do know the new element to all of this is going to be expectations. Um, is and that's difficult, especially when the Dodgers keep adding players. And I don't need to tell you that show. 
Shohei hit 10 homers in his first 22 swings in his first outing with the Dodgers. How do you manage expectations? How do you how do you make this happen again? Yeah, first of all, um, you know, kudos to the Dodgers. They got they got the the, the two the two prime um, free agents off the off the market with Yamamoto and and Shohei. So more power to them. Um, you know what? We embrace that. We know the Dodgers are going to be the Dodgers. They have an unbelievably um, good talent pool that's coming up from within. They're combining that with some some really top end free agents, and you add that to Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, and you have a very potent team. It is what it is. And we actually love that challenge. We talk about embracing that challenge and just saying, look, it's here before us. We've got to play them X amount of times. Uh, we don't have to play them every game. we just got to compete and do our job and focus on what we do inside of the dugout every single day. So um, that, that aside, uh, you know, more power to them. And, and we love that. We're going to go out there and we're going to take care of our business the best way we know how and see where that lands at the end of the day. Well, Tori, we're all excited for the oh, beginning yeah. of the season. Thanks so much for joining us on uh, day one of spring. And uh, if you have any of that excess ice cream laying around, <laughs> I, I know of a morning uh, radio show that would probably take some of it off your hands if you want to get rid of it. I don't know, man. You might have to wrestle me for that. I love my ice cream, no doubt about it. Thank you, bud. All right, boy.